you were just glowing. It was beautiful. It was like 4 p.m. The sun was right behind you. The sun was coming through your veil. Your makeup looked amazing. You looked absolutely stunning. It was just like such a hard to describe surreal moment. And I didn't know how to fully respond. So obviously I was just like, I need to pour love to her because <laughs> this is like such a surreal moment. And I was just telling you how like, you're just the most beautiful woman and let's get married and let's go take over the I world. Know, you did say that. And, but it, we just felt so like just aligned there. It was such a special moment. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I am so excited today to be coming to you live from my living room. Well, our living room, I have my now husband. Yes, husband. Oh, that's a nice ring to it. Jacob Havron on the show. <laughs> and, you know, due to the DMs of asking like, oh my gosh, you got married. I didn't know, did I miss something? Did you tell people when you were getting married? I just woke up one morning and you were married. And uh, I knew that I needed to do a little episode on this, talking about life changes, because so much has changed for us in the past two weeks. We moved, we got married, we started a couple different companies, and... A lot of goodies to come lot, in this a lot episode. Of goodies. So, so Jake Havron on the show, how are you? Well, you know, it's uh, it's nice to be here in our own living room. <laughs> I'm glad you said the hour because I know you took good uh, pride in making this home beautiful. And if it was up to me, it'd look like a shoebox. So a I'm glad you... Um, or there'd probably be shoe boxes. Pr probably. Well, you, look, let's be real. You have 10 times as many shoes as me. I do. But yeah. I'm I'm not as artistic as you, so... This is quite a stunning spot, so I'm, I'm glad to reap in all the, the fruits of your labors. Thank you. And we're, we're so happy to, and especially for me, finally feel home. And that comes from many different ways that I finally feel home. But one being feeling settled for the past... You're saying getting married is settling you? No. Well, well no. Okay. There's, there's two parts. So number one, feeling settled, like unpacking, having my stuff somewhere because, you know, ever since the pandemic, I've been a little bit of a nomad and, you know, we tried to live in Nevada for a hot second, which was hashtag a lesson. Yeah, hashtag hot. No regrets. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I had an opportunity to film in LA and came back to LA and my stuff was in storage and I just never felt settled. And you might think this sounds like different or weird or whatever, but for me, like if I don't have 
all my stuff together, if every room isn't situated, it mm -hmm. really does impact me. I feel chaotic if things are out of order. And I just like, I didn't know how much I needed this much peace in terms mm -hmm. of like putting everything in order, getting rid of stuff you don't wear, organizing your stuff. Like there, there is so much need for me behind that. And I finally feel settled. Yeah. Well, I don't think I would have ever known because, you know, as a man and you know, if you're a wife and you have a husband or you are a man, like you probably know that you just need your little cave and you could go tuck away there, like your office or whatever it is. And like, I'm happy. But for you, it's like this whole ambiance you have to create. And so it, I didn't realize that right away until you made it so evident, like you need to feel settled. And I'm over here like, just give me my computer and a desk and a uh, place to work. But it's, it's, it's nice to have that balance because you know, I, I need to also expand further in the way that I show up and the way that I express feelings and all that. And sometimes I could go get tucked away. So to have you build this beautiful home and, you know, for me to, um, you know, maybe hammer some nails and stuff here and there, like, I think I contributed pretty well. Uh, so. Okay. We called TaskRabbit, but let, that's, no, that's good. No, we were, hey, being resourceful, we right? We were in such a hurry, yeah. which is, I always say this, like if you ever listen to me coach, like deadlines, like even artificial deadlines, but real deadlines, I tell you what, you we could have taken four months to turn this house around, but because we had a wedding, okay. Oh yeah, it was nonstop. We had less than two weeks to have our house set because we had an intimate wedding. We had, yeah. what, 14, 15 people there? Yeah. And we had the dinner at the rooftop of our house. So there was no way I was going to have people come through, uh, including my oh, mother. Totally. With well, boxes everywhere. Well, let's go back to when we decided to do this wedding. And I think that's very important because it was about a six-week notice when we said, you know what, let's do it on November 3rd. And we're like, does it work for our schedules? Um, the, do we have the right place? We realized we were able to get this beautiful home, so it worked so well. But this was like a six-week notice. And we did that almost intentionally because we knew, like deep down, we, need, we wanted to get married. We knew we didn't want to wait till after the winter because we wanted to be official and, and, and really take this next step in our life. And, you know, we did some marriage counseling and stuff with our good pastor, Mark. But I think it's just so, like, it's so funny that we have to do share that people probably especially women are probably going crazy hearing that it was a six-week planning for this wedding but it, it was because it was intimate it, it, exactly because normally you know what could take six months a year some people even longer it's because of those numbers vendors things like that mm -hmm. which anybody that has gotten married whether you're on the, the the big side of it extravagant or you've done something super small like in the backyard you know that the wedding industry is a huge business it's a huge business and you know what i realized by just keeping the main thing the main thing and really identifying what is my values what's my importance for this wedding it really helped keep things super easy yeah. um in terms of you know, the, the number of people, the, the catering, all, all that stuff. Um, but it still was a little stressful at times. It was always going to be stress. It probably could have been way worse.
But it, it does go to say that like you were so clear with what you wanted from the beginning. And I, I wanted the same thing. I, 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 I care about the marriage between you and I under God, right? Mm-hmm. And then having close loved ones there, of course, there are the people that support us the most. So we were on that same page, which was easy. And, and I'm glad we did that. I couldn't even imagine if we did a big wedding. And every person we talked to or got insight, they're like, if I would have done it over again, I would have done intimate. I would have done intimate. So it was just, it was really um, special to hear that you knew what you wanted. You made it happen. You made the house the way you happened. You made the wedding. It felt like we're in Italy. I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about the wedding because I think that's that's yeah. what'll be fun. Yeah. No, I I, I just want to say like I knew like if if we were to invite one person or like outside friends, there was going to be no 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 end there, there's no like line in the sand yeah. and it's like and you know it's tough it wasn't an easy thing i'm sure you can relate to this like it, think of if you've had a wedding before like five years from now is there people that you don't talk to anymore you know and so we had no groomsmen except hugo our dog oh he was no a, he was a, he was a sharp groomsman it was i i have never felt that peaceful and I, I don't i couldn't tell you the last time that i felt that peaceful yeah ever i felt like so calm because it was just it wasn't crazy it wasn't like yeah, oh, it, it, the, the main thing was the main thing, us getting married. And it doesn't mean that you don't love certain women that would be your, what is it called, Bride, bridesmaid? What are they called? Bridesmaid. Groomsmen, bridesmaid. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't mean the same thing for us. It's just that we made a decision to keep it very, very close and personal to our closest people. Um, and we love many people, but this was about us. Yeah. And about our closest circle and... It felt Which our close circle was like our family. It was basically family. And the cool part, and you can attest to this, but you know, Jake and I live in Southern California, and a lot of my family's from the Midwest. Yours is from Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and we actually got an extended period of time with them, yeah. which we would have never had. And I feel you know, I know that this wedding is is breaking generational trauma and curses. And, you know, if you've listened to our past episodes together that Jake and I have done, we've talked a lot about what I've had to grow through yeah. to become the woman I am today and what you've had to do to work with me and just the healing. Like, I, I'm, I never keep any of that secretive because I want it so bad for you if you need to heal and you're listening to this right now because it's possible no matter where you've come from. And so there was a lot of healing even at the wedding, I feel, because it was so small and intimate. And yeah, I mean, I just, there's no regrets at all. I love it. But I want to know, babe. Yeah, what? How did you feel when we did the first look? Oh, okay. yeah, you had to call that one out first, huh? So <laughs> this entire time, it, it was so wild. Like, you know, I've never been married before, right? So it's like you never, you don't know what this is like. And the whole and you'll time. never be married again. Exactly. So it's an interesting paradox in a sense. Um, the whole time up to the wedding, calm, you know, collected, obviously helping as I can. 
but it wasn't like really hitting me. You know, we had a lot of things going on in life as well, but I was, uh, my focus for both of us was to be as present as possible. So it's not just the wedding we're present, but even the days up. So we're doing morning walks together and, and, and you know, supporting each other in that way and, and, and experiencing it. So all the way up to even driving to the venue, I had to sit in the, the, the parking lot for like a half hour because you were getting your photos out in the yard and I didn't want to see you. And so they had to like tell me when to come in. So I came in and it was just, I had Hugo on my lap and, you know, he had his little tux on. <laughs> Which you did all that. That was cute. Yeah, I was, I was pretty proud of our little son there. And, you know, getting dressed, still same thing, like not really hitting me, right? Just like, oh my gosh, like it's oh, happening. It's another day. Just, well, you kind of know. But, you know, then, then I went and did some photos and then they're like, all right, we got to do the first look. And then we're going to obviously do the, the wedding. And I was just like, okay, just, just lead us. So we go to the, the pool area, beautiful outdoor area. And, you know, he says, all right, don't turn around. She'll be coming out soon. And so I'm just like looking off in the distance and that's like when it really hit me because I started to think about you. I didn't know what you looked like. I never saw the dress, nothing like that. Yeah, we're, yeah actually Nadine Bridal hooked us up. Oh, she, she went above and beyond yeah. for you. I'm so, so happy that you, you did that and she was able to get you a dress within like three weeks when it takes like Which six months. Typically six months. Crazy. Yeah. So I'm like facing away and then that's when it started to hit me. That's when I started to feel, and I was talking because we were mic'd up, and I was just kind of talking to myself. I was like, well, whatever. And I was like, okay, and this, my, my heart's beating out of my chest. Like, very rare I feel that. Like, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm just trying to, like, visualize it. I was almost getting, like, teary-eyed just kind of, like, thinking about the moment. Yeah. And um, I could hear you kind of, like, whispering in the back, and they're like, all right, you good? You good? All right, Jake, make sure you turn this way, not the other way. And I was like, so I turn, and... It was just like one of the most like most beautiful. Were you nervous? I wasn't nervous. I was just my heart was racing. Yeah. I was like excited and. and so I, what did you think when you saw? Well, I the mean, final it was package. holy crap. <laughs> I mean, anyone that saw the final package, you know what I was feeling, but to a new level. Like, I mean, you were just you were just glowing. It was beautiful. It was like 4 p.m. The sun was right behind you. The sun was coming through your veil. Your makeup looked amazing. You looked absolutely stunning. It was just like such a hard to describe surreal moment. I didn't know how to fully respond. So obviously I was just like, I need to pour love to her because <laughs> this is like such a surreal moment. And I was just telling you how like, you're just the most beautiful woman. And, and uh, I remember, and we actually had on the, the video that was made for us, <laughs> it was funny. It was captured on, on, on the mic, but I was like, Let's get married and let's go take over the I world. Know, did say that. And but it, we just felt so like just aligned there. It was such a special moment, and uh, yeah. So that was that was what was going through me. And then even the after part when we were going to the ceremony, I was like, I'll t I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. well, what was your thoughts around that? Oh gosh, I mean, I was just trying not to trip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, my dress had no alterations if you can even believe it. Wow. Like it was so God. Cause the first time I tried on my dress, you know, they had one size and it was way too- I don't know how you ladies do that. Way too that big. That is wild. And typically then you get it, but you need alterations. And we put it on, Ashley Nadine put it on, which you'll hear her insane story of redemption here in, in, in December. Yeah. Um, but it fit me perfectly. 
so crazy. But still, you walk up the steps and you've got this big, you know. Yeah. And I wanted something so classy. My creative director and I wanted something so Oh, and you got what you wanted. Timeless. Um, it was but in stunning. the moment, this is, this is the part where, it, I, again, I just know, like, deep inside my soul, like, it's so much more than just a marriage. Yeah, it really is. And I just felt like so much excitement and peace simultaneously where I'm used to doing events and speaking and being backstage and right. It was not that feeling at all. It wasn't a feeling of pressure of, it -hmm. was like, you're already here. You're already good enough. You're already like, it was the most majestical, peaceful, moment of my life and then seeing you like just yeah it was it was so I'm gonna cry and and I can't cry right now but I I feel like I will just even reliving it and um you know I'm really big on you I'm an empath right and I feel everything so deeply and something Jake we did that it's like we can do this every day of our life but I realized it I was super adamant at our wedding. Like, who is around us? Like, I needed to feel like I could fully be myself. There was no chaos from the makeup artist to Jennifer Perkins, the photographer, to the video team, which we need to talk about in a oh, minute. Yeah. To, it all matters. Their, to their our energies. Chief of staff to our creative uh-huh. director, I could go on. And I felt like everybody was just so, or they are, they're so cool. They're all self-assured. Yeah. They're, nobody needs attention. Like well, normally you're the one that has to command and right. tell people what to do. So it was nice for you to just fully surrender and yeah. be in your moment, which yeah. they all did so well making but that I happen. Re- I had an epiphany from experiencing that where it's like, duh, Emily, you can choose from here on out all the things you do, who's around you. Mm. I think sometimes in my life, because someone did good makeup or someone did, like I, I've even, you know this, I've worked with photographers before that they're draining. They're not, again, they're a great person, I'm sure, but we just don't gel, but I just mm-hmm. put up with it. And it's like, no, like you can create a beautiful environment with people that you jam with you gel with and i felt like we had that times 10 so good cap it off with our pastors right yeah um but this venue because there was a lot of people that are so okay so here's what we did we didn't tell anybody we were getting married and here's why because there were some people in my dms like excuse me why don't you tell me and i'm like okay okay i'm sorry susan from tallahassee i'm sorry i didn't tell you okay but here's why because i didn't want anybody's energy in I didn't want to have to be like yeah, spending, in the back of your head, spending about. my time telling people this, that, and the other. I wanted to keep it sacred because I do live a lot of my life for other people. So good. And so I wanted this to be just for us. Yeah. And you, you did know? it. And so nobody knew. Like even. Yeah, it was a surprise. Like I have a Friendsgiving next week with my girlfriends in Malibu. And some of them were like, yo, you didn't even tell me. And I'm like, yo. It's a tough thing to keep hidden, but we we did it. Sorry, not sorry, right? Um, 
But it was it was it was so special, and I want to go into the this actual ceremony part. But it was so cool because we did the first look, and then before we did the ceremony, uh, our pastor Mark and and his wife Rochelle, Wish who's also a pastor, on your podcast. Yeah. What's your podcast? Uh, the Lead with Influence show. Yeah. Thank you for the plug. Yeah. Wow. Go check it out. Yeah. Pastor Mark interview was phenomenal. Um, and for them to be there, and we, we you know we we did a circle and prayed. And just to have that feeling that like basically brought tears to my eyes. It's just to know that this is not just a ceremony. It's not just to, to say we're married. It's like truly like a very divine thing. And we say that very humbly in a way where we love each other, even if everything else went away. But we do know that our love for each other and the calling we have is so much greater than we, we can even imagine. Yeah, and right. so this was like that, almost like that solidification of saying, God, we trust you. We're all in for each other and we're all in for you. And moving forward, we're a unit. And it was such a special feeling on that. Something that deeply impacted me was we did premarital counseling session. And it was- With Pastor Mark. It, it was like- I mean, even no matter where you're at in your marriage, if you're five years in, whatever, like you need to get, you need to do that. Like you need to have those marriage, even if you're, if you're good, you actually, if you're doing really well, I think that's even when you must do it. Huh. Like have, have times where it's just about focusing on you and the marriage. Cause he really like helped us, I think of what's coming or what could be coming and you know, I feel like that got me in like such the right frame of mind. It did, and it, it put us on an even ground. Yeah. Let me, well, let's give it a little value add actually before we continue with the story. What was one big takeaway from that marriage counseling? What was like an idea or lesson or anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, he gave so many tips for sure. Um, the one that first got given, this is raw. But, you know, he talked a lot about sex, obviously. And a lot of you know, if you're a close follower, like, you know, we've been super sacred with that side of our life here as we committed to each other. And, and what do you mean by that? It, well, don't, what? Okay, you're making me feel... Well, you, got, you can't just say sacred and well, not be just, so elusive. So we, 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 we waited we, for we marriage. We waited for marriage, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to be all elusive over here. Like, you're making it sound way worse than it. <laughs> well, it was kind of worse sometimes. No, it was, it was worth it. Was it was hard. It, it was so worth it, though. It was worth it. But he, like, talked to us so much about, or at least for me, you know, of... Like, if he wants it, give it to him, you know? And I, I, just, <laughs> I just think we live in It's interesting now because we're married. I so. know, it's <laughs> but, so cute. Yeah. But I, I think, um, you know, it, it, I just want to preface this, even if you're like a new listener. I used to be this alpha powerhouse female. There was even a time where I was like, I don't, I don't think I'll get married. I don't think I'll, like... There was a time where I'm like, I, I don't need men. Men need me. Like, mm -hmm. pompous, right? But I was so hurt by men, even since, like, the genesis of my existence is where it all started with my dad, that I just was, 
I obviously had a lot of built up anger around it. Mm -hmm. So words like submissive and stuff, gag fest. And now I'm like, no, like, you know, obviously I've grown my faith tremendously and I have different values, but that was, you asked me, you asked me what stood out. I love that. And that's what stood out for me the most because it's like, or or it, I'd say that. And then along with that in the same juncture is like, never go to bed angry. Yeah. And he gave like, he gave like real life examples of him and his wife of like, yeah, special. he's like, there's only been two times in our marriage. And one of them have been married 18 years that we've gone to bed angry. One, one was just cause we accidentally fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, cause both Jake and I are both very, um, we can be stubborn. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's I. <laughs> I appreciate sharing that because that's actually you know it's special and 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 some people maybe a woman that hears that word submissive, it doesn't mean that you. I mean you you if you know Emily right now, and you see all that she's doing and she's saying that she's submissive now, then let that be a good sign because she is still powerful. She is still crushing it. She is still independent. But she's submissive in a way that she knows that I'm here to truly take care of you. And I want to honor you. And, and that makes me, at, to the deep core, feel very respected, uh, very loved in that way. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm controlling you. It just means that we have a dynamic where you can lean on me. That's kind of yeah. like in that way. Yeah, I love so, that. What, what was your Yeah, yeah. So it's two, two. I had the first one come right away, which, and I've learned this from Tony, even in my single years. Tony Rock. Tony Robbins, which is don't ever put your finger on the nuke button. And what that means in relationships is anytime you even play with the idea of the, the D word, divorce. Or like I'm going to leave or whatever. Yeah. Then you might as well just press it because eventually if you're already tampering and showing the nuke button basically multiple times, eventually it's going to get pressed. <sighs> So if that's in your relationship, obviously Emily and I are, are just newly married and all these things. So, you know, it's not even a question, um, but it's something that we it's, it's good that we just had that idea. So it's like almost like just like absolutely not from the get go. Um, not that we would ever plan that, but motions no, go crazy at times. They do go crazy. And I've my you're, you fight or flight and. You know, I, before like really growing and healing, I was pretty cutthroat. And because people left me constantly, I was not afraid to leave people. It's good. And it's a different mindset. It's different. Like you could, you could argue, you could get in scuffles and such, but there's never even once talking about the D word. Um, and so if you're in a marriage right now and that's something that's been happening because you're trying to get power over each other, it's, it's, it's a very slippery slope. And I would suggest having a very kind, gentle conversation when you, when you both are in a good state, say you heard this, say, you know, whether from this podcast or you heard that, you know, like the top uh, marriage people like share on this and be like, maybe we should never do that again. Could we, could we agree to that? Like have that type of conversation when you're in a good motion, yeah. not, not when you're fighting. Cause then that's going to be bad. But it, that was huge. Cause that, um, then it's only a matter of time before something happens. Cause it's, it's just not good. The second one was, um, you know, when, when, 
when you're married, and it was so powerful to hear from Pastor Mark because, you know, he obviously gave us a lot of spiritual guidance in this way. But when you're married, the moment you are in union, whether you are looking to transform the world like us or you're just looking to create an incredible life for your kids and family, you're a threat to the, the, the evil one, right? You're a threat to um, the, the prince of darkness because that's why unions and marriage are so sacred because it's powerful. It's two people coming under God. And two are better than one. And it's not just one plus one equals two. It's one plus one is potentially affinity uh, in that sense where it's like exponential. So for us, what's going to happen, and it's just having that idea of like, there will be times where, whether it's deceit, whether it's lies, whether it's some people trying to get in between us, you know, from the inside or outside. Um, and there was a visual, and I know you're listening, so I'll, 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 I'll describe it the best I can, but I have my two hands here. The palms are facing towards each other, and this is you and me, and the enemy tries to make us face each other in battle. And he said, and the way Mark was on me, he's like, look, we, we've had these situations many times. No one's perfect in this way. But the best thing you could do when you are getting heated at each other or argue is separate yourselves. Go do whatever makes you kind of get in a better state. Come back and pray about it. And, and, and this was just so powerful to hear. It was like, and, and pray about, um, say, God, I know we're in a tough situation. I know what Emily did or what I did. Uh, or vice versa, um, it doesn't feel good, and we hate we, we hate this feeling, or whatever it is, like just be blatant about it, but say, can you just bring peace over us right now, allow us to be finding a resolution, and just know that we are still together, and the moment that happens is instead of your two palms facing towards each other, they now go back to back and face outward. So now you are back to back facing towards the enemy or whatever is coming at you and you stay as a team. Mm. And that visual was just so powerful. I get chills Me thinking too. about it. Me too. Because Emily and I are naturally competitive. We, no. we, we want to win. And sometimes that means win against each other, which means there's a loser. Yeah. And that's not good. I play to win the game. So when something comes in between us that shouldn't be there, that's the whole plot of the enemy is to put us towards each other because the moment you start facing each other and fighting is the moment that you start to allow the thief to come in to steal, kill, and destroy, and a door opens. And so instead, you turn your backs to each other, you look outward, and you say, we're a team. We might not be the most happy right now, but we're going to find a way. And the last thing he said on that is the moment when you start to argue or fight like that or go to sleep um, angry at each other, just like this home, you leave the door open and you never want to leave a door open because that's where the thief comes in to steal, kill or destroy. And so he said, it was so powerful. He said, if, if you ever get in that situation, whether it's before bed or you're mad at each other, or let's say you resolved it is you pray and you say, you know, you pray over the situation, you pray over each other, bring peace. But you say, Lord, if there's any doors open that should be closed right now to this home, to our family, you close them now in Jesus name. And it was just so profound to hear that, to, to, to declare that, say, if there was any cracks open, there's any windows left open, close them now so that we can have this house protected and there is no lingering onward. And it was so good. That's, so that, that's what stood with me. That's so beautiful. And even if you're single, like, I think that's just like our minds are a battlefield. I mean, I love that book, Battlefield of the Mind, but it is it's just like praying that over you every day, but especially like that was profound for me as well. 
it was like, instead of going at each other, go outward. And that's how you'll stay a team. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's special. Yeah. Um, but let's go back to the ceremony yeah, and then, yeah. we'll, then we'll continue well, on. Well, I want to say this because, you know, we, Jake and I spoke in Poland a few months back and then we did a pit stop in Lake Como, Italy, and then oh, we yeah. had some consulting and also spoke in London. So we did a Europe little trip, mini tour. And everybody so thought fun. when we did the pit stop in Lake Como, they're like, they're for sure oh, getting yeah. married. My DMs, they, they thought they were headed of the game. They're like, nope. My DMs were like, I'm waiting for the blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, is like, I my family, th there's no way, like we the, just budget wise, all that, you know, we wanted our certain people there, our family there, even some family with health, you know, issues and, yeah. you know, so when we originally decided to like get married and we're like, let's just do it. And we just whipped out our calendar. Cause we're like, why are we waiting? Like we were just waiting for what? I don't know. And, um, and this could be for other areas of your life too. Like, what are you waiting for? It, it, it's so funny. Cause I preach this with all the other areas of my life. And then, and then finally, where were we? Where we just decided? Where were we with Sarah and Phil? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. I remember you brought it up and... It was just like when. So yeah. what happened was we were going to do like a beach vibe wedding. Not on the beach because I don't like the like the, sand, the sand and my toes and the dress and the, it's too dirty. But yeah. we were going to look at the water and be yeah. on the water. And then one early morning, I was like looking for venues and I wanted like some big ass house or something, you know, like some that we could rent. And I found on those websites, I'm blanking the name. Like Pure Space Pure, or something. Pure Space. Yeah. Where you can rent out rooms and all that. I found the chateau. Yeah, I was like, what is Ten this? Ten minutes from our house. I mean Come on right Yeah, and now. if you've seen the wedding video, you know that that's every yeah. single person says and, you feel like you're in Italy. We, we can't share our photos yet because they might be getting, or they are getting published in a magazine. So we'll share all that when we can. Um, but it was so crazy. It was like, we literally felt like we were in Italy. Yeah, and it was like an, a, an amazing price. Way more than this other rinky dinky place that we would have been. It was like 10x the cost. And so it just I, worked out so yeah. well in I, that. I could do a whole thing if, if anybody wants to get married, like, and not break the bank, because we would rather invest in other things right now, like our companies and contribution. Yeah. Like, truly. Well, let's talk about the ceremony real quick, and then let's talk about what's, what's to come here. So I want to know what was when we were face to face getting married? And, you know, Pastor Mark was saying all the things that an officiant says, like what was going through your mind or just what was something that stood out or maybe you didn't realize what happened until you were there. What was like one thing that well, really stood Jake out? Well, Jake and I wrote our own vows and, oh, yeah. um, you know, for me, it was like, it's, it's, it's so emotional, it, these vows. In fact, I want to like get them printed or something where I can look at them every day. I think that's so important. I think, you know, as I wrote them, I'm like, man, it's like an affirmation. It's like a declaration. Yeah. It's a declaration. And it's like what, you know, I spent the first decade of my life saying I am wealthy. I'm a millionaire. I'm this, I'm that. 
I'm like, why wouldn't I like look at this every day? So that's a thing. So we yeah, should do that. They're definitely. But again, because there wasn't 500 people in the audience. Audience. I was so, I was chill like a cucumber. Like I was, I was really listening to Pastor Mark, but I was just staring at <laughs> the love of my life. And I just was so certain and so much conviction and excitement. And I just thought like, honestly, Jake, that I am like the most blessed woman ever. Mm -hmm. And it was just like surreal. And I just felt like we've come a long way to come this far and get this far. And not only us, but I have and internally and i just felt like yay god like how good is god and yeah you know i just was having all these like thoughts like it's i wanted this a couple years ago but i wasn't ready yet and i still had to pursue my faith and heal from things that like i needed god therapy wasn't gonna do it alone and I just felt like, like pinch me, you know, that's what I was feeling. What were you feeling? Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I mean, I could just echo a lot of that. The one thing that really stood out was when we were like standing each other and then when we did our vows, we didn't know each other's vows and they were basically like the same thing, I know. you know, and, and just so I'll share a little bit of mine. You know, I've been telling Emily since day one you know, that I'm going to protect her, love her, and lead her. And so I've been telling you, because you needed that when we first met. I needed to step up in those roles when we first met. When I was really thinking about what do I want to say, I, I was reminded of that. And so I made it very clear that, you know, I'll, I'll protect you um, during the good times and also through the toughest of storms. You know, I love you unconditionally and the blissful times and also the times where you know we're struggling in some sense whatever i said on that but also you know i'm gonna also lead you you know lead you to places we couldn't even imagine and also lead you through um valleys that are that are very tough to go through and so so we had kind of a same same thing that we said and that was really special but there was a moment where i was literally just standing there and you know we have only like 14 people like watching us and I'm just like what's going on <laughs> I was I was like it was almost like a little bit of an outer body experience I didn't get out but I just was like kind of like playing in my head I was like is this real it was all a dream uh, yeah it was like is this uh, like are we like acting out a wedding right now like is this like a gig or something and it's like no like I was like holy crap this is like our wedding like it felt like it was just like we were like modeling a wedding because not that it felt like that it just was like it was so surreal that it, it was so fairy tale it was so fairy tale like and the harp and there was a harp and so i yeah. i had i had that moment where i was like looking at you and i was just so stunned so stunning and i'm looking at mark and there's little flies going around and he held it like a champ no fly was gonna mess him up um but i was just like this this doesn't feel real it was so wild but then i was then i snapped back into it and it was the most so amazing cool. thing. So, so now it's been a couple weeks. Yes. And 
people are like, what are you doing for your honeymoon? I'm like, our life is a honeymoon. Kind of. Yeah, it basically. Really is. I know we, we went and visited, um, Tony Robbins and, um, so fun. You know, we've, I've done a lot of work with Dean Graziosi and their mastermind teaching them branding and stuff. And it was so fun. And so we just got back from that and just to have that time with Tony when he guided us across the fire and, it's, you know, we say we wrote the similar vows. We had similar limiting beliefs as well. Yeah, we, we had basically exact. It's so crazy. Uh, but we took care of it and for good reason because we're coming into this new season. That's right. And Tell us what's going on, love. Well, there's so much going on in terms of business, books, all the things. But what I'm really excited about is my new mentorship program called fortitude which you're hearing it here very very first um and why i'm so excited about yeah why are you so excited about this because god put this program this mentorship on my heart because here's the thing with mentorship it's a lot of money for good reason if you want to pay for like a coach one-on-one consulting it's especially if they're good and they have a plethora of experience, you know, it's an investment. And for so many years, I have not had the bandwidth, the time to help everyday people that desperately need it. And what areas do they need it? They need specifics, how to speak better, how to brand better, how to sell better, but they also need how how to elevate their look on a budget. They need, more importantly, mindset, heart set, faith stuff, how to break strongholds. And so God gave me this vision to start a program that is affordable for everyone. If you if you buy coffee, you you can do fortitude, but it will change your life. And so that's going to be launching here very, very soon. And, you know, it's not going to be something that takes up a lot of your time, but the time that I do take is going to be filled with absolute mm-hmm. game changing intelligence and it'll move the needle in your life with, you know, once a month, uh, a master class that is something that you're going to walk away with new skills that you can implement into your life and business. And then we're also going to be having uh, a faith session once a month. So basically twice a month, you're going to meet with myself, sometimes Jake as well. But then you're also going to be hearing from me Monday through Friday, all the details. I'm not going to give any more details than that, but I'm super excited for that. And then... Well, what makes what makes it different than other stuff out there? Because the common thing is when you make something really affordable, like how you are... Mm-hmm. It feels like it's a waste of time or it's diluted or which I know it's not the case. Like we're over delivering on value. But like yeah. what makes this different than the typical personal development coaching or guidance well, out I there? I designed it how I would want it. So I am an achiever, action taker. Like I'm the girl that I want to go straight to the source and get my answer. I was actually just talking to our great friend Sarah Robbins about this. Like if I need something, like I don't know how to do an email list or something, I want to go straight to someone to help me with that. I I don't like fluff. 
And so I designed this each month where it's like, you will get tangible things that you can implement tonight, tomorrow, straight away. Mm. That's going to elevate your business. So it's not just this inspirational rah, rah stuff. Yeah, of course I will get you back on track. That's just a given, but it's going to be stuff that I've lived through Jake. I've lived through wasting a lot of money on photo shoots that was not needed. I've lived through trying to figure out my style. I've lived through uh, public relations and how I believe that got me the number one literary agent in the world by stepping out and investing in public relations. When some people think it's vanity, it's absolutely not. That's how I just signed a huge contract, right? But I've also lived through uh, horrible financial mistakes um, from not being advised the right way from a tax perspective, you know, making a lot of money in my early 30s and quite frankly, not the right people who are managing it. Like there's, there's, I, I feel like with all my experience, I have a mandate on me, on my heart to protect people and to help them through all the, the journeys of an entrepreneur and mm -hmm. help sharpen the ax. And I also know that whomever's joining this program they have a calling on them and I know that their calling is going to help serve other people. And I know from personal experience, when you step out and start to speak to people and serve, you know, the enemy doesn't like that. And a lot of times some of the people that are great at what they do, they end up only being average because mm -hmm. they don't, go to work on the strongholds. That so, are so you're going to be working with people on that, right? Like that's a specific, like with the strongholds and that's pretty every cool. Every day, Monday through Friday, every day. Yeah. Like, you'll be texting insight and guidance on breaking strongholds. Yeah. And that's awesome. So, so that's coming. Yeah. Okay. So where do they get more info? Just link in the description. Link in the description. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see it down there and that's where we'll put send me, it. Well, actually send me a DM and ask about mentorship. Or that too. Yeah. But it'll be and, in the description. And then um, on that same front, I we decided to, well, we've been doing something on the DL with our private clients for a while. Yeah. What you got going on? So we have been guiding people with personal branding now for like, almost a year. I would say so. And yeah. with all this experience, I've got some of the best people in my world, in the world, in my back pocket from, you know, publicists to web designers, to brand designers, to, uh, even, you know, working with meta with Instagram, some of the top people at Instagram for Instagram growth that actually grows your account. And so Jake and I have decided to start an agency, mm -hmm. which we've been running our agency, but we have not publicly shared it yet because him and I are practitioners and we like to have many, 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 many case studies under our belt before we publicly ever share anything with anyone 
that's how we operate. So why don't you talk a little bit about Fortitude Agency? Oh. Because I know this has ignited you so much and like you're crushing it with our clients. I want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, for, for you listening right now, like this, this is something that where you could either tune out if, if you don't want to take your life to the next level or tune in because your next answers are one person away. You know, and so what we've realized is with this Fortitude Agency is you might be someone that has been struggling to find a really quality website designer, or you might be someone that has done brand work, but it was either way too costly or it just wasn't, you know, what you're looking for. And so with us getting so many questions about not only the consulting side, because you do need direction and guidance specifically to your mindset around it, the, the messaging, all that. But we actually needed people that do the services. And before we would just refer out and say, this person's great, this person's great. And eventually we realized we're like, why don't we just put something together so you knew that you're getting the best of the best. And so Emily and I did a lot of research, a lot of interviews, um, people that we've been using for a couple of years, like your PR, um, specialist and that's where we made this agency and so it's exciting because we have been seeing our clients get real results their brands are flipping over night over day like it literally is black and white different mm -hmm. and I just want to give like a little example on that so like we could take a client who's a life coach a yoga instructor mm -hmm. so here's what we do we have this brand rehaul program and we took someone, there's many examples, but you go to their Instagram and, and, and I, I can't, I can't see how, like what, what makes you so unique? What's your it factor? Very, again, great content, but there's not anything catchy. There's not a brand. There's not, they needed coaching. And so I work with them to extract and to come up with their brand name, that could eventually convert into a podcast, convert into a book, it could convert into apparel, it could convert into a thousand different things. Mm -hmm. A keynote talk. It, we're really like baking in the brand. Jake comes in and he helps them with monetization. What's the first way we're gonna really build this thing out and team building, because they need a team if they're gonna build something. And then we bring in our brand specialist who actually goes through colors, logo, because visibility is your is one of your greatest assets and we live right now in this world where there's a million jillion people on social you know you've got five seconds to capture that eyeball and if somebody is looking at your page and they're not seeing luxury and you're trying to do luxury prices you're not going to convert mm -hmm. so we come in all of us and we change your brand now we add an extra layer and we get you some publicity, getting you on your local news, getting you in some accredited media that is not mm -hmm. pay to play. So we're, we could go on and on about this, but what I'm most proud of is all of our clients who came to us with the same passion, vigor, mission, but now they're presented in a way where it's actually articulating and conveying their heart, their services, their mission, and that's in turn getting them more gigs, more sales, more eyeballs on their stuff, more longevity, 
and they're finally taken like the serious business woman or man that they truly are. It's powerful. It's crazy to see what you do within a session or two with them. I'm like walking by the office and I hear you both freaking out because you guys just realized something new. And it's just the power of questions, right? Yeah. So, and you don't have to be some sort of big influential people. That's the biggest thing. That's the most common thing we hear is like, oh, well, PR stuff, like I'm not like really an expert. And that's, that's actually the whole dilemma is like our PR expert, she knows how to make you an expert in whatever you're good at, even if it's a small niche thing because she knows the game so well that any local news channel, and that's huge, yeah. but let alone online um, workings, they're looking for more niche specific. You don't need to be a big face, a big no. public figure. So, so it's exciting. So, um, so that's I, what we're up to. That's what we're up to. So I don't, I don't think it's publicly announced besides here. No. But if you do want that type of rehaul, that is a little bit more of a investment in that way but the, the ROI that we look to bring on that especially with the monetization side that I come in is like how do we make sure that you're making this into a profit mm -hmm. right like if you're going to build this new program we're going to teach you the sales and and leadership side to actually go and make a successful campaign or um, go in you know we work with e-commerce people personal brand coaches um, even more eyeballs on social giving them more eyeballs on social which is a fun thing we got also coming out is one more thing we'll share um, I tell you, I have lost up, up to a few weeks ago, I've lost a lot of hope in organic growth on social media, let alone Instagram, right? I was just like, you know what? The algorithm's so crazy. Um, I got screwed over a couple years ago with, you know, the paid giveaway things and it messed up my metrics. And I think everyone in some way has gone down those 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 routes and i was like i don't think i could ever really grow i'm just going to build my brand and sustain for when people find me or i go to networking events or tony robbins events or things like that they'll see like the quality but to reach new people and have a bunch of followers come in that are real i don't know if that's a thing mm. and my buddy called me up and this is the type of guy where if he has something that he wants to share with you and he says i gotta talk to you i got something cool you get on the phone with him within a couple minutes. So I got on the phone with him right away. I was like, what's going on? He's like, look, a few years ago, there was a software that went all over Instagram and it was allowing people to get real engagement and growth, but because there was no structure or uh, it wasn't staying in compliance, once Instagram or Meta changed their algorithms, uh, none, none of it worked and all got shut down. He's like, but it was massive. He was like, it was literally bringing in so many eyeballs. Well, Jake, you say this so well, it's not always about the how, it's about the who. Mm. He's like, we now got someone in Meta that is keeping it compliant with their API, basically meaning that there's not gonna be any flagging or any um, you know, potential for back, backlash of uh, using things that are quote unquote illegal. He's like, we have a software that allows for you to get real growth by basically doing it where your account is going to be viewing thousands and thousands and thousands of people's stories a day. And all it is is liking and engaging on their stories. So, but what it does, I was like, okay, well, that sounds great, but sounds like it's going to cost an arm and a leg. He's like, it's not. He's like, but the ROI is insane. So I, I was like, all right, let me test it. I'm not going to share this with anyone. Let me test it. And my account gets activated within a few minutes. 
And within three days, I'm seeing these chunks of new people coming in that are real. They're not Middle Eastern, random accounts. These are like real people that potentially could be clients, followers, like people that are interested in our events. And I'm like, I have not seen this in years. So fun. And I'm, I'm witnessing all And you're too. witnessing it too. Because you got it first. Um, and then I got it. And it's like so cool to see. But they're like legit accounts. It's legit. Like, so, so all it is. Me, I wanted to target business people. And so I'll even check my DMs right now. I'm like literally getting so many new messages from actual businesses. And once again, you don't have to be a big account. You don't have to be a big name for this. So, and we, we're not ever really going to put this out publicly. Obviously this is on a podcast, but we're not like, this is something that we're going to keep as a private beta test. Uh, but basically what it is, is that if you are wanting to get real followers, real engagement, people like my, my numbers jumped up profile visits, like 258% in like two weeks, um, People are clicking on my bio link, so they're seeing like what we have to offer. So if you have a product, e-commerce, you're, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're a personal brand, all it's doing is it's basically having your account go and watch stories of people that you want to target that follow business, personal development, faith. Maybe they're followers of Tony Robbins or Mel Robbins. or, And all it's doing is engaging on them because when they see... Emily Ford watching their stories, they're like, whoa, like, who is this? I've never seen her before. And then they click on your name and then they're like, well, she's amazing. And so I want to start following so there her. There's a couple things. Not everyone can do this, but if you're wanting to do it, just send Jake or I a message, you know, saying, what do they say? Instagram growth? Yeah, just say IG growth. Yeah, just and we'll say, send you a video and we'll discuss. Yeah. But enough of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's a few things we're up to. And we also, I'll end with this, we're getting ready to strategize and plan 2024. And I wanna really just get you thinking about your 2024 as you're ending Q4 here and like having a clear vision of what you want in 2024 and looking at, you know, the buckets of life, the faith bucket, the relationship bucket, the financial bucket, the business bucket, the personal growth bucket. I think sometimes we only focus on this during New Year's and then it's almost too late. And so I know for me, I've been really investigating all those buckets now living in the new. It's the new girl era, the married girl era. And I just wanna get you thinking about that. And with that being said, I know for us, all those buckets, most of them, like we need either a mentor in there for us, we need to hire somebody for something to make those things happen. So it's about investing in yourself and your growth and yeah. But thank you for sharing all this with me today about our beautiful- Thank life. you for marrying me. Thank you for marrying me. We're so excited, there's more to come. If you like this episode, please share it comment on the real and let us yeah. know well if you know someone that could really benefit from just even that marriage insight or even inspiration behind it if they're single or whatnot send them this this episode for them to hear that because i couldn't imagine if i didn't learn those things that pastor mark taught us or just the reality of our marriage of what we've experienced um 
I know it would be a blessing to me if I wasn't married yet and I was looking for the woman of my life. Yeah. I knew it was all possible, so. And that will be more episodes I do on that because I've received a lot of inquiries about that, actually. So yeah. I might need all to right. come in for that if you're Okay, well, I'll send you my speaking face. Okay. Right. I'll, 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 I'll see you. if you fit in my schedule. We love you, Dave. I love and you, we too. love you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. We'll see you soon.